Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Black Sons Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. My lap more out here. Us not coming with the late night voices and that. Late night voices. <laughs> Let's talk to this. And I might show other pillows. Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, so much stress right now. First of all, shout out to all, all the men in tier two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good time. How long do you think this is going to last for? Until until they have like a working vaccine, I think it'll keep on going up and down. No, but the thing, the thing that about vaccines and stuff, going back to the whole conspiracy stuff, like how's mm. how's vaccine, the flu vaccine is forty percent effective, and they're talking about they got corona vaccine when it just drops, that is ninety five percent effective. Fact. I mean, in in all fairness, you know, they, you can make the argument that corona is a bit more uh, deadly than the flu. But the flu's been out for years, and you're trying to tell me for years, and the only incremental development is 45. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, I guess what I'm saying is the focus on, you know, improving it isn't as um, isn't as serious. They're not, they're not, they're not putting enough, they're not putting as many resources. I mean, the whole thing with COVID was, I think, was it SARS or Spanish flu? One of them. Um, they started working on a on a vaccine, and then stopped. And that, whatever that virus was, is like a relative to COVID-19. And if they had carried on with research then, they know it would have been much further than they were now. But they didn't see a reason to continue. So it doesn't. It seems like there is precedent for them to give up on things that they don't think are important. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how many people actually take the vaccine and how many go to the black market to get the certificates. Would you guys take the vaccine? No. If there's a choice, then no. What do you mean, if there's a choice? As in, like, if, it's, if it's not mandatory for everyone to take it and it's not made criminal, then no, I won't take it. I'm going to wait for the vaccine they create in 10 years' time and then I think about taking that one. <laughs> Lock me up. Oh, yeah. Black market, here we come. Right. Let's get into it. Sorry, not sorry. I think I'm in toxic this week. Oh. <coughs> Should I go first? Yes. Yeah. Please. Okay, Robert. Yes, Peter. Hmm. I I even forgotten we had a uh, we had sorry not sorry, but there's always going to be questions out there. All right, Robert. So if is it adultery playing? We probably have asked this question before. Is it adultery playing games like um, God of War, where there are elements of sexual activity well, built don't into go there, man. the game? <laughs> God of War is like one of my games. Technically, you are the one doing this thing, even though you're just controlling something to do it. Your mind, you know what you're doing because you're getting life or whatever. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> Is it adultery? Is it is it sin? Okay, so I've never played God of War, but for, for, for GTA is the same thing. GTA, I think you get a hooker and then they do something similar and you get, you know, get more I've, life. I've never, I've never played GTA either. See these guys, you call me not a gamer. I know more games than you. Gosh, wow, you, you've you've pulled two games that I haven't played before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it comes down to where your mind is at when you're doing the actions like if you're getting off 
undoing these actions, then I think that's cancer's lust, which mm. therefore leads to adultery. But if it's just you doing the thing to complete the level and you don't feel a way about it, then no. Oh, fair enough. It's a pretty but, silly but question. Then, so I'm good. But then would you would you argue that <clears throat> so if, if it's just um completing the level, there's no emotional attachment, there's like nothing, it's just an act. I just need to do is complete the level, so boom. And um would you then say um sexual activity devoid of emotions is not cheating? It's just an act. I just need I just need to bust a nut and this this does it, so it's just an act. No, because because the act of the act of sexual intercourse outside of marriage is is something that we've been taught specifically not to do. So I think that's different um, because that's your body taking part in the in the act. Mm. You know, when you're doing the thing on the computer, the only part of your body that's part of the act is, is like your fingers on the buttons on the controller. Good for me to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, nah, that's good. Cool. Uh, yeah. I had a question. <sighs> Have you forgotten it? Yeah. Okay, well, if, if, if you've forgotten it. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Here's the question. Um, so, hypothetical. Someone is um, going through a divorce. Okay. And how would you go about walking them through it or walking with them through it? So one, a Christian, two, a non-Christian. Would you approach it differently? Would you approach it the same? Like what would be the hallmarks of how you walk with someone through through a divorce? Can I have the grounds for why they get in divorce, please? Um that's a good that's a good question. Um So there's been some infidelity. Oh, the big eye. Okay. So like, so yeah, infidelity from where, wherever part. So, yeah. Okay. So I guess it will be easier to answer for the non-Christian first. Um, um, for the non-Christian, like, you can't, I, you can't hold them to Christian standards if, if, if they're not Christian and they and they don't, they don't believe the same things about marriage that you do. Mm. Um, so for them, um, I think I would still preach forgiveness. But actually, no, I don't think I would. Would I? <laughs> let me think. Let me think of, of like a non-Christian friend. They married, they came to me and said, oh, it's cheating on me. I feel like if they had kids together, I would say try and work it out. Um, go go, go through the counselling and, and like all of that. Actually, no. I would say, no, actually, I think on, on both counts, kids or without kids, if you're non-Christian, if it's just like a one-off, I would say, you know, have, have another crack at it. Um, go through the counselling because obviously this you choosing to marry this person means that at one point you wanted to spend your the rest of your life with, together 
through the good parts and the bad parts and adultery is just a bad part so you should try and work it out as hard as it may be um and i guess for the christian it would be kind of similar but then um just also putting in the lens of god god in that <clears throat> and just and just remind them that um God is above infidelity and God can remake any trust that's been broken within the marriage. Um, just about you giving over to him and going through that process both individually, no, both as, as an individual and together with your partner. Um, um, and you know me, I'm a stickler for Hosea and, and, the, and the like metaphor of like, God not um, discarding Israel despite her infidelity. Um, so I think if we're trying to mirror that and show the world God's grace, as hard as it, it sounds and is, I'll say have another crack at it. Hmm. But also um, work out the things, put things in place so such things don't happen again. Um, work, try and find out what it is that caused the infidelity if like there were some needs that weren't being met, um, if there were if there was like certain triggers and stuff, do some do whatever it takes so that you don't make the same mistakes again. I mean, this is all on the presumption that the cheater isn't the person that you're dealing with, and also that the oh. cheater actually wants to carry on with the relationship. Yeah. Would your would your would your advice be the same if they didn't want to carry on? Yeah, I would say give it a shot first. No, I don't like if the person who offended didn't want to carry on with the relationship. Oh, the person who offended? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so so they're cheating to try and get out of the marriage? Well, they've cheated and yeah. Or they've decided that this isn't the marriage with them. Let's say like a Will Smith when he was with... Um, his first son's uh, mother, and he mm. met, uh, what's her name? And he's like, oh yeah, I married the wrong one. <laughs> In that so, case, I would, say, I would say, you know what, get divorced, but don't get married again. Because then you're leading that second person you get married to into adultery. I think that's what's in the Bible. Yeah, yeah that's, but, that's the Christian account. But the woman, but the, I say a woman, well, man is a she-woman, but the partner who, who did the cheating, is the one who de- doesn't want to remain to carry in marriage. On. And so, like, she's gone on to co- continue committing adultery. And so, hopefully, I'm assuming that we're talking about the person who had been cheated on, which is the person that, which is the person that said in the thing. Um, so he he's cleared of everything. Yeah. He's cleared of, if he even if he goes out to go marry, he's cleared of oh, you're cheating, or you're in infidelity. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 but, um, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so I'll say, so, so if, 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 if it was the cheaty, or, or the cheater not I was talking to, <laughs> I would say, give it a try. If it doesn't work out, at least you tried, didn't it? Um, at least you gave it a shot. For the cheater, I don't even know if I'm having this conversation with them in the first place, to be honest. But, like, if I were... And they said that they, they didn't want to be in, in a relationship. I would say, you know what, separate because I wouldn't want them to continue hurting their partner through their cheating. Mm. 
Like yeah, and the Bible says that you can you can divorce for adultery. So I'm not technically te- I'm making them sin, or making the the one that was cheating on sin yeah. by saying breakup. Yeah. Even though it's not the most idealist, it's also not sin. <laughs> so now I can sleep with a clicky. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Moses, are you happy with that answer? Yeah, yes, I am. Great. Okay, so let's get into the topic for today. What are we going to talk about today? Ah, I know what we're talking about today. Um, <laughs> so, I've come for some advice. Oh, okay. Oh, this is know, interesting. Right? This is not gonna go well at, at eleven o'clock It's not gonna night. go well at all, but it's gonna be so funny. <laughs> at eleven p.m. It is not gonna go well. Do not take any of the advice we're about to give right now. Speak for yourself, Peter. <laughs> Do not take any of the advice I'm about to give right now. So I was having a conversation with a certain someone yesterday. Female, male. Female. Of course. A man said a certain someone. I was having you two and Jelani. I just mean to know, guys. I saw my brother. That's problematic, bro. I love the guys that you do speak to. <laughs> that's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so we were having a conversation, and yeah. how did the conversation go? The conversation was um, around like feeling fulfilled inside relationships. Sorry. Feeling fulfilled within a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Um, in terms of your partner doing stuff for you, and then and and, and like going above and beyond, um, the basics of being in like relationship with someone. And like through the conversation, it turned out that we had very different standards of what the basics within the relationship were. Uh. And. Weirdly enough, I had the higher <laughs> the, the, the higher basics of, of a relationship. Okay. Um, I'm not surprised. What's the uh-huh. high maintenance? Stress. Pardon? <laughs> Pardon? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm genuinely joking. I'm genuinely joking. But yeah. And so that caused a bit of an argument. Um, just because... Um... I think she felt like I wasn't giving her her props for the things that she does in the relationship. Mm. And I guess for me, a lot of it was just things that should be just be done in the relationship, if that makes sense. Mm. So how does one, so my question, or my initial question is how does one navigate being appreciative of the things that are done by your partner but not just excuse me not just giving out really nearly appreciation for things that are like basics in the relationship or that you feel are basics in the relationship yeah he's going first <laughs> so do you say i should go first or I say he's going first you can go ahead if you want all right so from what i have learned is 
even in doing the basics and not feeling appreciated, you can start to feel like you're being taken advantage of or you're being, um, you're not being appreciated. And it, it's like, it's, it's a simple things like um, Jamelia would cook, Jamelia will cook. And as I eat, always saying like, wow, like this food is really good. Even though we've been married for seven years and it's like, I know that her food tastes good and she knows that I like her cooking. She may just call me breakfast, like scrambled eggs. And I'm like, oh, wow, this, this tastes good. Thank you. And it's, it's not so much so like revelation or anything like that, but it's just showing appreciation for the basics. It's showing appreciation for the simple things. And because it is very easy to feel um, unappreciated, even the simple things. And so it's like sweeping the house or washing the dishes or whatever. Just being like, oh, right, like the house is really clean. Like I've, I appreciate what you've done. And I, what I have found is <clears throat> even in the day to day, even in the mundane, even in the everyday things, showing appreciation goes a very long way a very long way as opposed to waiting for like like all the fireworks and the sparks to be like wow babes you really outdid yourself it's like if I am complimenting her or yeah if I'm complimenting not even like appreciating the little things she does and to out out of the blue does something major and I go over and above for that as well like the appreciation shows and it yeah, so I have seen in my marriage that even in the day-to-day, even in the mundane, like showing appreciation goes a long way in both respects, not just towards her, but towards me as well. It goes a long way. But you don't think that just throwing out appreciation willingly for just the small things negate or like kind of takes away from the appreciation you give for like the bigger things? No, I think it adds to it. I think it adds to it. I, th- I think we, we sometimes take for granted just how much our affirmation means to our significant other. Where it's like, that's what, me, she... <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. We sometimes take for granted just how much our affirmation means because it's like if this is the person that you've dedicated yourself to and this person is affirming you, it's just like, yo, like, yeah, like there's there's a sense of being built up in that, and it's, it's simple things like practical example. Like Jamelia knows that I find her attractive, and um, at the beginning of our marriage, like whenever she dresses up and stuff like that, in my head I'd be like, wow, like you look really nice. But I, I didn't, I wasn't as active at verbalizing it, even though mm. I was thinking it. And it's like, I'll be, I'll be doing things, blah, 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 like just trying to show that I feel like she looks pretty and stuff. But because I wasn't verbalizing it, she was like, well, like you don't tell me when you think I look pretty. And I was like, wow, okay. I was like, I'm always thinking it, but I'm not necessarily verbalizing it. And just that one piece of affirmation went a long way. And it's like, she knows that I find her attractive and I have no doubt that she knows that. But it's like just verbalising it. And even like when she cooks and just being like, that, that tastes really nice. So there are times when, obviously, when you cook, there'll be a day when you don't necessarily think that 
the, the food banks and then you kind of feel down about yourself and then you hear actually no the food was really nice like, oh oh really oh thank you so yeah i think affirmation goes a long way especially when it's from someone who who holds a lot of weight in your life um so i don't i don't think that and i in being married for seven years i have found that in affirming affirming my wife even in the little things makes the bigger things when i affirm it all the more special because it seems more genuine and it's it's in in my nature and in my character to to do those things so yeah i i have found that affirmation even in the day-to-day goes a very long way even if it's like oh thank you for washing Leia. it's like yo you're her mom like you should do that I'm like, yeah, like I normally help out, but I wasn't able to today and you did it. So thank you. And I find that it does go a long way in just showing appreciation and showing her that she is seen in everything that she does, even in the little things. I, I, so I agree. And I think um, definitely, you know, it's, it's dangerous to think that because it's small, it's not important. Mm. Because it's the it's the smaller things, you know, like they say, it's uh, it's raindrops that form an ocean sort of thing, you know. And when you start ignoring those smaller things and they start falling to the wayside, then unspoken sort of resentment, unspoken frustrations, unspoken pains come about because, you know, we, we we're not hearing the things that, you know, we, we want to hear or the things that will 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 build up and, and will contribute will deposit love in, in our hearts but i also think there's an element of love languages involved in this as well where it's not just the act of you know affirming someone but it's because that's their love language and that's how they feel loved or that's important to them you know Whereas, you know, someone else would be like, you can tell me how great I am all day. I ain't hearing it. I just want you to, you know, when I do something, come on, give me a hug. Or, you know, like those sort of things, I think, come into play as well. So there is an element of trying to get to know your spouse and and actively doing so because you never really truly know someone because people aren't static and people are changing and evolving and growing. And so you want to try and be intentional about staying on top of studying them and getting to know them and speaking to them in a way that they understand and can accept, I think, um, as well. Yeah, do you know what? Uh, the most more, like, one of the most interesting comments or statements that I've heard is you never truly know someone until they're dead. Mm. At which point, at least there is a finite definition yeah, of who they like are. There's no, yeah. there's no opportunity for them to do something totally out of their character. Mm. It's like they've exhausted the entirety of their lifespan, and so you can now be like, all right, based on on this these is this parameters, this is who this parameter, yeah, mm. person has presented himself to be. And I'm like, raw, that's that's mad, but it's true, and 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 it's especially helpful, especially in in, in a marriage where it's like there's always something to discover. Yeah. There's always something else to unearth. Um, and so we never really stop learning. And especially with what you said about love languages. Um, yes, love languages definitely would shape how that appreciation is is expressed. Um, but even just like on a day to day, like I've, I've heard couples say, 
that they go to the shop and they know that like their wife really likes this this particular chocolate and so like they just buy it mm. when they go to the shops and they come home and they give it to their wives and like mm. that alone it's only like a 20p 50p chocolate bar but it that alone is so affirming yeah. yeah and it's like their love language might be gift giving and so yeah. i've given you a gift like showing that i was thinking about you even on my little walk around the area i'm still thinking about you. um and that in, a, in and of itself is affirming and it's like you've done all of these things and i went out and i was thinking about you yeah so yeah yeah i think I the other thing as well is oh. sorry no go for it I was going to say, I think the other thing as well, just to be mindful of is if you discover something new, use it. And so where you guys have had this conversation, like use the information you've acquired in the, in the conversation. Don't, don't just be like, well, you're wrong because there is no right or wrong in in it. There is no, as you said, there's different even standards of what is the basics, but I'd say who cares? What matters is what they define as the basics and you've now got that information use it they're not wrong you're not wrong but you know use that information and make sure that you don't just acquire the information and let it go because then it even hurts even more when they've explicitly like made known to you that yeah they they want this or they've made known to you that you not doing this hurts them mm. and then you carry on not doing it because you don't think it's relevant nah that's a dangerous mistake to make. So yeah. what information you do get, use. Oh, okay. You know, you know even though I'm tired, take, take that advice. It's actually <sighs> good advice if I say it to myself. And always as uh, in line with love languages and stuff, like always look for new ways in which you can show your appreciation. Like continue, as Peter was saying, if you discover something new, it's like, oh, all right, cool. Like she likes to shop as a pedicure or whatever. One day it may just be like, oh, I bought you a voucher for that shop so you can go get a pedicure. Because um, I realised that, like, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think, you, as Peter was saying, utilising the, the new pieces of information that you're learning about your partner while showing um, your appreciation is, is definitely key. Mm. I, I'll probably have to even listen back to this episode and take notes myself because I'm not I'm not the best at it. So keep it all we're learning. Sorry, I said we're all learning. Indeed, indeed. This is a journey. Um, so what? Out curiosity, what? Um, how can I put this? How did you guys find the? process of letting your partners know how you wanted to be appreciated or like how you yeah how you wanted to be appreciated or if you weren't feeling appreciated how did that kind of conversation go if if you if you you ever had to have that conversation so maybe mine's not the most ideal because we don't necessarily have those conversations as frequently as you know maybe oh let's talk about this or let's talk about that but it's more so it's more so just the learning experience and recognizing you know we, we tend to recognize and, and and adjust and you know if something comes up then you take note of it or if there's been a a, a mismatch of information then you take note of it and you adjust but we we haven't necessarily intentionally had these sort of conversations outside of 
those initial ones where we learned that this is actually something to be mindful of. Um, then as we move along, we just, you know, when, when something's up, you, you bring it up and you're like, okay, cool. Or when something goes right, then you're like, oh, I really like this. I really enjoy this. I'm like, okay, cool. And you, you've sort of just taken notes on, on that and, and sort of moves forward with it. Mm. Yeah, I think we've been fortunate enough to do the marriage course, which I would highly recommend um, to anyone concerned. Is that the HDB one? Yeah, the HDB one. Mm. I would highly recommend it to everyone, like even Peter, I would highly recommend it to you, like regardless of if, it, if the marriage is good, whatever, I would highly recommend just, just bang it. Mm. Um, and in that, they ask you really hard questions. They like really ask you to like sit down and go through like times when you haven't felt appreciated, times when you have felt appreciated, times when you feel overlooked and stuff like that, and times when you've been hurt within the relationship. And to just talk through it and even like write down how you would like to be appreciated and stuff like that. And it it just facilitates conversation that really allows some of these things to kind of be present. And so while it's a seven week course, um, while I was going through that, we were able to like discuss different things where I thought I was doing something right, but actually I wasn't. Um, and recognizing that all right cool there's room for me to grow there's more for me to learn and like there's been a lot of changes on both of our parts as a result of that course so yeah i would highly i would definitely recommend that course um to anyone who even even if you're just dating there's a pre-married um version of it as well and the course is free they accept donations obviously but the course itself is free. Mm. So I've been fortunate enough to be able to do that course um, and have some of these hard conversations. And I say hard conversations because it's like, you may think that, yo, like, I got this thing on Smash only to find out that, nah, fam, like I've been slacking. Like I've actually been slacking. Okay. Cool. Thanks for the advice, guys. That was great. That was great. <laughs> Let's move on to something a bit more jokey and fun. Since um, <laughs> it's not that jokey, but I think a couple of weeks ago, um, keep on, on on the same theme of appreciation. Mm. Um, I think I saw like one guy tweet something about um like when when like fathers are doing good they should be given their props and he just got so much backlash for that and i like and i was like thinking about it like you know like i i feel like at least for me it's very rare that you see people give appreciation for fathers in the same way they give appreciation appreciation for mothers yeah and But you can't really say that, otherwise you're misogynist and all those things there. Anyway, no, you can. You can say that because it's true. <laughs> it's true, but no one wants to hear it. Sounds like on, on Father's Day, you get all the single moms, happy Father's Day to me. Ah, congratulations for impregnating yourself. 
Like, bro. but so I think I, I get I get that maybe. Well, I think I'd I'd get it better if the complaint was volume as opposed to the manner in which appreciation is shown because at the end of the day, father is not the same as mother and might not require appreciation to be shown in the same way. No, no, I'm not. I'm not buying that. I'm not. I'm not buying that. Because that, that's 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 how I feel. I, I feel like yeah, you're 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 built different. Yeah, you're heartless. Though. You're heartless. I'm not heartless. I'm not saying don't appreciate. Like I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that I don't think they have to be the same. I don't think I don't think they are the same. I don't, I don't but, think yeah. a father's appreciation is the same as a mother's appreciation. I think they both should be appreciated. They're both equally important. They're both, you know, foundations for any sort of life or any sort of um, um, normal... Well, you know, I can't even say that because of the way society is now, but they're both foundational um, pillars that are useful in a a person's life. But I don't think that they require the same... Pardon? So how do you think fatherhood should be celebrated? Well, fatherhood isn't a monolith. So I don't think you can, I don't think I can say everyone should be celebrated the same. And that's the point I'm making is it's not going to be the same for everyone. It's not going to be the same for fathers and mothers. And even within fathers, I don't think it's going to be the same. I don't think no, it has think, to be the same. I think it's, it's, so the way that I view it is almost like, take taking a blanket example, Mother's Day, there's a lot of, like, and rightly so, there's a lot of noise around it. There's a lot of celebration. There's a lot of jubilation and stuff. Father's Day almost flies under the radar. And it's just like, eh. it's like there's a real, from my from my experience and my observations anyways, there's been a real emphasis and a real push and a, like actual effort being put into celebrating mothers. And this is not taken away from celebrating mothers because they should be celebrated. Like they, they carry the child for nine months and it's like they, they've put in work and rightly so they should be celebrated. But I think in a society, and I'm, I'm not saying this because I want to be celebrated, blah, blah, blah. Cause I feel like, like I shouldn't, you shouldn't demand to be celebrated for doing your job. Like if, if I love my children and I want to take care of them, whether they celebrate me or not, but hopefully in me doing a good job will result in them celebrating me, like having a good relationship with me. But what I'm saying is, um, it's, I, I just don't feel like there's enough, there's, there's the same weight placed on, and no, this is the point I was trying to make. In a society where we see a lot of broken households and absentee fathers and stuff like that, I do believe that we need to celebrate the ones who are actually doing good. When, when you say, because by what measure are you, um, are, are you saying one's greater than the other or one celebrated more than the other? Because what, what we see is normally the commercial side of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, call me misog- misogynistic, but it tends to be that mothers or women tend to spend more <laughs> or tend to prefer spending more than than men. You know, that's at least the stereotype that I think a lot of these advertising companies look at to saying, on Mother's Day, let's push a bit more because it's more likely that people will spend because women like spending more, like being spent on more. Uh, 
Who says that guys don't like being spent on? I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying um, I can see why a advertising agency will see it more important to put resources towards advertising Mother's Day than they would Father's Day. Not necessarily because they think one's better than the other, but because they think they're going to make more money on one than the other. But surely men men's gifts are a lot more expensive than women's gifts so surely you yeah, would be what measure the kind of things that guys are into a lot more like I, I feel like are a lot more or not a lot more but are on average more expensive than again again what are you using to measure this shoes um shaving kits <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see how you're getting to that conclusion at all just because the just because the interest that guys have compared to girls like be it cars, be it gaming consoles, those on like if you look at that, like if you take away like the weaving, the makeup and stuff, like when you buy like a woman a gift. Hey, this is getting very stereotypical. Okay, very, very bad. But I think this one is bad. Do you know? I, I just think so. I've been in. Um, I've been. I've been in. Like I would even use churches as an example. I've been in churches where. I've been in a church where Mother's Day <clears throat> was a big hoopla. They go to the, the florist, they buy out flowers, they do like, they decorate the church, they go all out. Mm. And they have um, the kids run around, firstly giving their parents flowers, but then running around giving every woman flowers. And almost like a sign of, you may not be a mum, but you have the potential to be a mum, or you may be mothering someone spiritual. Mm. Um Come Father's Day, there's absolutely no mention. Absolutely no mention of that's just, anything. That's and just like, in the church. That's and sometimes, and, like, like, and, and then they'll make the arguments that because Father's Day is hard for some people, they don't want to make too much of a noise about it. These times, people have stressful uh, relationships with their mother as well, but we never talk about that. You see, I, I don't know about that. So so the, the, the scenario that Moe's described, I... I can see the I can see the the issue. There was no celebration at all. None. But not then even there was a mention. Big, not even like a. There was no even mention. This is a this is a problem. What what I've seen similarly is Mother's Day. There were flowers. There was you know decorations in the church. It was all this all that. You know, if you buy me flowers, it will die. Like why are you buying me flowers? So Father's Day came. There were no flowers. But they gave everyone a tie, or one year they gave everyone a cup. I still have a cup. I had tea in a cup today that I got from Father's Day from one of the churches. And it's like, it's not the same. It's not a big hoopla, but it's, I appreciate a cup much more than I appreciate flowers. And yeah. I don't think a cup is on the same level as flowers to me. I don't know why, but in my head, Wait, what flowers do you mean? Because I, flower, flower, I think a cup, a cup is a lot more functional. Exactly. Like, but flowers is is a lot more appreciative, and it's, it's a lot How more like it's, it's, it's a bit die. more ceremonial. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like it's, it's like commemorating the day. Give me what like, after you. You see, you after see your face. What no, 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 you're, you're the guy that would like a pen knife than than flowers. I gave pen knives at my to my to my girlfriend. I still got it. I still got. It. I even got the box that you put in, and the box is amazing. I can't lie. I got mine too. But the thing is, the, the thing that I'm saying is, my push for us to celebrate fathers comes from 
the the understanding that like for, um, absentee fathers and broken households and <clears throat> just the the lack of men in the household is a real societal issue mm. where it's like the man biblically is the head of the household and historically when slaves were made and stuff like the men, it was very patriarchal where the men were taking care and protecting their women and they knew that if we stripped away the men the fabric of the family would then shift to be matriarch, matriarchal and everything centered around women, which isn't isn't taken away from like the role that women play but also removes the importance of the man and that has trickled into our society now to the point where it's just like there there is a lot of broken households and stuff and it's like if we if we want to if we claim and if we recognize and if we want to move back into a healthy community into a healthy household into healthy living where we recognize like the position of the man and we recognize the need of the man within the household then we need to allow that to seep into society where we actually celebrate when this goes right where we celebrate where like there is a functional man within the family there's a functional man within the household it may be that it may be my type of situation where i'm picking up my daughter every weekend or something like that but i am actively there and i'm not saying celebrating but it's just like celebrate the notion and and like make it worth celebrating that there is an active man in the lives of children who is actively and wanting to to raise them not because they are particularly doing a good thing they should do that deadbeat dads is a real problem and we should celebrate the opposite where it's just like we want a healthy and thriving environment and we need fathers for that so let's celebrate fathers and let's not just let's not just rain on the parade and just point at the negative but let's also highlight the positive. And that's my stance where it's like, let's highlight the positives and let's celebrate and let's point to something that is better because the absent fathers in households is a real problem. It's a real problem. And so when there are fat fathers actually doing their job, let's celebrate and let's draw light to this is how society is meant to function. You may not necessarily have the best of relationships with the mum, but you are still active in the child's life. And that is worth celebrating. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely agree. APR, mm. how do you like to be appreciated? What does appreciation look like, look like for you? A mug. There you go. There you go. I, I don't know. I, I think it's more... And that's the problem with APR. You don't even know how you like to be appreciated. So, and so I think because of that, you just, just discard everything. <laughs> It's a funny I'm, comment, but I've, I'm, I'm being serious. No, no, I'm, and do you know what? Like, when you, how would I like to be appreciated? I'm not too, it's like, yes, like, I'm like, you should appreciate fathers, which does include myself and it does include Peter. But I'm like, I don't, I don't necessarily know, like, like, say it to me or stuff like that. But for me, the notion is much greater than one person. Mm. Is much greater than one person. It shouldn't it's, be more societal response. Yes, it's it's almost like the the NHS claps, where we know that like 
some NHS people are still going home hungry. Like some of them were still being attacked for their NHS badges because people wanted to jump queues to buy food, which is stupid. Yeah. But it's like the collapse was almost like <laughs> Robert's laughing. The collapse was almost like a like a whole nation standing in solidarity with the work that you guys are putting in. And so many pe- so people in 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 the NHS are crap, but they got the collapse as well. You know that you know like that. Just by virtue of being in the NHS, like you were appreciated every Thursday, and it's a, it's, I think it's the same. And it's like for the most part, some of these people would have would have preferred to get big, uh, like higher pays. All of them. All of them. Preferred. All of them. <laughs> Fam, deserve facts. better pay. Facts. They do. Facts. But they got claps. claps they should get free travel as well. To be honest. They should get free travel. They should get better pay. They should get better working conditions. Better working arrangements. I know that some some um, um, organizations were giving them like major discounts and like stuff like yeah. that during yeah. during that time, which which is definitely and some still do, which is, which, yeah. is good, which is good. So so for me, it's more is is bigger than the one person. It's 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 like a recognition, a communal recognition of the significance that these group of people are playing. Mm. And it's recognizing that communally and as a society where it's just like fathers play an, a very important role. And it's like, it's not trying to diminish the mother's role, it's not doing none of that. It's recognizing the mother plays an important role and the father plays an important role. Both are needed to, to, to like, f- both are needed for society. Like, mm. family is the first society, first community that everyone experiences. And mm. if that is broken, then your whole concept of society is broken. Yeah. yeah. So I think, just, just going back to Robert, your question, your attack on me. Um, I got out of concern for you, Peter, out of love. I think, I don't think, I, I don't care to be appreciated for duties, you know, for, for doing my duty. It's my duty to do this or, or something. I don't I don't think personally, personally for me, I don't think I need to be appreciated for that. I think my you know, I'd I'd consider it an appreciation if when Zara is successfully doing whatever God called her to do, you know, when she is loving the Lord and doing whatever God's called her to do, that's my appreciation. That that's good for me, sort of thing. Appreciation for work is yeah, get me, give me my paycheck. That's it. You know, at the end of the day, you know, going over and beyond. That's just that shouldn't just be um, that shouldn't be done for recognition. That should be your attitude anyway. In in my opinion, you know, whatever I'm doing, if I, I should be doing it, you know, going over and beyond the call of duty because that's just that should be the attitude which we do things if we're doing it for God. Um, so that's why I struggle to say how I want to be appreciated. It's not, I don't care much for, you know, the, the gifts or the commercial stuff. But then, we have that, but, then, but, but then doesn't God reward us for going above, above and beyond? Yeah, in heaven. And, and maybe that's probably but, why it's more important or why, you know, I can't think of anything here. My mind is on the treasures <laughs> that are above. That is where my heart is. Bro, bro, <laughs> bro, Pia, you're, you're right now. Do you know what? Yeah, I used to say, oh, yeah, I don't need anything here. Everything's in, in heaven. And then Paul Washer dropped a bar that just humbled me. It was like, for everyone who's talking about 
I don't need anything on earth. Like all my treasures are in heaven. Like everything that I need is heaven. It's trying to be more spiritual than Jesus. Because Jesus very much spoke about you being rewarded on earth and like placed weight on earthly reward as well as heavenly reward. Obviously, there was an emphasis on the heavenly and not making the earthly your treasure, but Mm -hmm. there was an earthly reward. Where? In that, um, so, so, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Jesus spoke about earthly blessings. Even if it's even if it's just like going to provide for what you need and everything like that, Jesus oh, spoke yeah, about yeah, yeah. earthly blessings. I did say I did say I, I want to get paid. Like <laughs> I did say that. But that's that that's okay. So grace is when you're given something that you don't deserve. Your wages mm. is deserved. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what I mean. And so your wages is not is if if you that's, go that route, God gave you the strength to be able to do the work, and so it's still a blessing from God. Yes, but it's no, it's, no, no, it's but, a deserved blessing. Yeah, but it's what I mean in that the you know the, it's that's that's the appreciation is yeah you you did your job you get your pay, and then when so if your workplace offered you like two thousand pounds to 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 say thank you for all the hard work you you've been doing, would you not accept it because you you were doing what you were supposed to do? We're we're not saying would you not accept it. Of course oh. I'd accept it. Of course I would. What, what kind of question <laughs> you is changed that? your tune real quick. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I I'm not going to reject it. I'm just saying, you know, that's. I don't care. I don't know. He cares about the two thousand. <laughs> I do care about two thousand. Yeah, I care about fifty pounds more. Yeah, give it to me. I'm just not. I don't feel like I need to ask for it because, yes, I'm doing the job. I'm getting paid for it. Okay. Well, Peter, we appreciate you. Hello. Well done, Robert. You're welcome. You're welcome. See, look at the positivity I'm just giving out. Yo. And the sarcasm you're getting back. I know, right? I know. All this defensiveness, PR. You need to work on that. Okay. You need to work on that. All right. I think we've talked enough. Should we round up? <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah, let's. Um, oh, go Can I go first? I'm going first this time. I'm going oh, first. Okay, okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to hook up a book. So I hook up here. <laughs> no, <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> you guys better respect me otherwise I'm just going to look up the whole podcast <laughs> I did this last week no, you, know, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what, what a pagan thing is yeah you guys were being interrupting me and then you had to ask me what my hookup was in, in the group chat because you weren't listening when I was talking <laughs> disgusting <laughs> wild behaviour <laughs> Hey, talk your toes, man. Stress. Anyway, well, I hook up as a book, um, The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Mm. Sorry? What? The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Oh, The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Okay. Yeah. It's a story based on a true story of this Slovakian Jew called Lale, who was taken to Auschwitz, and he was the tattooviera, basically the p- person who like tattooed all the people who, who, who came into the concentration camps. Yeah. And yeah, he falls in love with another babes, and then the life in the place is hard. And yeah, it was a really good story, very touching. Mm. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't spent much time looking at looking at like Holocaust Holocaust stuff, but it was a nice little deep dive into it. Well, not a deep dive, but like one tale from so it. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you know who the author is? Or well, we'll, we'll link it anyway, but. Just for this yeah. listening. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good book. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So the person who wrote it, um, he spoke to this Jew like just before he was about to die, mm. and like so, like it's, it's almost like a biography, okay. but a story. Cool. Yeah. That's mad. Um, I'll hook up something a little bit more spicy. Um, and by that, I'm literally. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm literally hooking up hot, hot, uh, hot, hot wings, hot sauce. So, um, there's this small batch hot sauce company, uh, chili sauce company called Big J's. It is, it is on point, on point. Like I've been adding it to everything, spaghetti, rice, chicken, everything. I've been putting putting some on it on, uh, but he does it in small batches. So, be What's mindful. The chili What's sauce. the flavor? It's chili. No. It's chili sauce. It's spicy. No, chili sauce has different flavors. What's, what's the flavor? No, chili oh, sauce has chili different sauce. It tastes like pepper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's no, it's just chili sauce. Um. It's not it's not too spicy, but it's really flavorful. It's really well done, um, and it's black owned. So if you wanna if you wanna support that, um, you can find him on Instagram, Big J's. I think it's Big J's. I'll, I'll link his Instagram anyway. Mm. But yeah, yeah, get it. I've I've got three bottles thus far. I got one taster bottle, and then had to buy two immediately after. But he makes wow. it in batches, so you just gotta place your order and then pray for the next time he does a batch. Where he's getting more regular with them, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, Big J's chili sauce. Shout out. Who's Jay? The guy that makes it. I'm guessing. Yeah, but who is he? Do you know him that personally? Yeah. Oh, you actually know him? Yeah, yeah. No, I actually know him. Yeah. Oh, good guy. Good guy. His name Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, everyone's name because he seems to be Jerome. You be on. <laughs> no, no, no. His name's okay. Jason. Yeah. Shout out to guy. Jason. Shout out. The best Power Ranger. My morphin. Eh, I don't know. Um, so my hookup is Between Zach and Tommy, um, I have to say it, sorry. What's it? Um a playlist okay. on Apple Music. Hey hey. Um yeah, I'm not gonna link this somehow. <laughs> Um, essential T Pain. Hey, baby girl, what's mm-hmm. your name? Let me talk to you. Buy you a drink. Essential T Pain. Um, I've been getting a lot more. I've, I've been like revisiting a lot of T Pain stuff recently because I just feel like T Pain as a person is dope. Yeah, he's a real like cool. T Pain as a person, he's dope. So like, there's been interviews of him talking about why he drives a Mini Cooper as a, as opposed to like a, a like a big boy car and stuff. And mm-hmm. he, he he speaks about how like how he went broke and then like gets his money back and just like the wisdom that he's learned from that mm-hmm. and has made him so humble. And I've been paying attention to like his stuff on Twitch. So like on Twitch, he's just been spilling beans on situations and stuff like he even spoke about i think it wasn't on twitch but he spoke about how when he got signed the record label that has signed akon offered him nine hundred thousand, but then akon came to him and was like i've only got 20 grand for you but i guarantee that in 10 years you still have a career and he signed with akon that's boss. Like, 
and he's, he's just he's just talking about something that's also yeah just seeing him as a person and seeing him playing games and interacting with people and like telling people's story and previewing new music on his Twitch channel and stuff like that. I was just like, I vibes with his character, I vibes with who he is. Um, yeah. So it's and just got me. Is that he, he, like, even though he uses autotune, he, he uses it properly. So like, he, he, he like understands what he's doing, why he's doing it. Mm. As to just doing it for like Benjamin. And he doesn't even need autotune. Well, That's this the, the thing, thing. This is the thing I was going to say. I found a, um, it just got suggested to me it was an acoustic version of like him doing a medley of his songs yeah and I, i've actually got on like my my training playlist and it's just like yeah guy can actually sing guy can actually sing and his then just use tiny the, mp um tiny tiny desk like, yeah yeah tiny, tiny desk, desk he does everything a cappella, and it's just like yeah. yo and so even on his twitch there's a video of him reacting to his tiny desk videos mm-hmm. and he's just there and you can see him really vibes with it and just singing along with it so yeah just yeah. his character and his nature is just really dope mm. okay what was his name before he was t-pain i have no idea something. i know his, i know his nickname is nappy nappy boy or something like that no that's something else before that one what was it mm-hmm. tenly pin the grass or something no it wasn't that that's not that's somebody else <laughs> yeah cool Cool. Anyway, whilst I'm doing that, um, shout out to Reach for the Intro Outro Music. Yeah, yeah. Cover for the Audrey Amazing logo. You can find us on Twitter at French UK, on Instagram, yes mm. Furnace, mm. on SoundCloud.com forward slash the Blacks Furnace, no apostrophe, on all good podcast websites and apps, the Blacks Furnace with an apostrophe. Um, I think that's it. Sweet. So I guess this is the Blacksmith Furnace. Say, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just the sign now. Blah.